There's no way around it. To be a successful business, you also have to be a dynamic salesperson. But what exactly does that mean and what does it mean to be a good salesperson? Today, let's go beyond the sales pitch and the proposal. We'll be chatting with two experienced salespeople that fit the bill and are here to give you tips on how to be the best salesperson you can be. Welcome back to the Obsessed Marketer Podcast. I'm Andrew Hayes, your social and digital media specialist here at Viral Solutions. Maybe you've just started your business and don't know a thing about sales. Or maybe you're in sales, but maybe need a few refreshers on some best tactics. Let's start with a baseline for what makes a good salesperson. There's a really good Inc.com article written by Matt Ehrlichman. He's the founder and CEO of Porch, and he has five points for what make a really good effective salesperson on his team. Number one, they clearly understand the why. Basically, you know what you're selling and you're proud of it. Number two, they're helping, not just selling. Basically, you just know that what you're selling is going to help people and it's gonna help your prospective client and you kinda get that sense of joy when the sale goes through because you're helping them. Number three, they have clear intent. That just means you have pure intentions and you care about the product that you're selling. Number four, they only focus on what's in their power to control. Basically, there is no fear of rejection here, and if there is rejection, a good salesperson's gonna use that rejection to learn from it and better the craft. And number five, they listen more than they talk. Basically, that's letting the prospective buyer have the floor and not just liking the sound of their own voice like a used car salesman. Now to get more granular and more insight on these, let's break it down into a couple categories. What your first call looks like, some key mistakes that salespeople will make early on in their career, to how sales and marketing can work well together and need to work well together. And two business professionals are gonna help us out today. First is Aaron Salata. He is the director of business development here at Viral Solutions. My goal, my job is to, to grow the business. I have a, a long history of, of doing sales, inbound sales, outbound sales, B2C, B2B. You know, started in my early 20s selling insurance, um, worked for a couple insure tech startups as well. You know, working for a marketing agency, while, you know, very different. Sales is, is very similar right across, you know, any different industry, so. And Tim Parchevich, he's- Chief Growth Officer at Smart AT. I'm head of sales and marketing at the company, and I'm also co-founder at uh, Juggle. Uh, Juggle is the uh, HR tech platform for consolidating, interviewing, uh, recruitment, and payroll for IT professionals. My academic background is not sales or business related. Academic background is engineering. Uh, graduated from in 2016, right around Brexit, uh, from the University of Manchester. After I got back home, uh, I'm originally from Belarus, Eastern Europe. Going through engineering wasn't really a viable career path in Belarus, so I was still looking for alternative ways to kind of build myself up. What I did is I like look for a job and I joined a small uh, but prominent marketing agency from Belarus. I joined as a content manager, but then uh, I kind of moved uh, and switched my position to a sales manager, then through like going to a little bit more into business development. And at the end, like in a couple of years, I became vice president of business development there and the head of sales department. Does that first kind of call with a with a prospective client 
You know, what, what does that kind of look like? First call is, is a tricky, like you can make first impression only once. Uh, so it's really important to nail it down. Sometimes like you should be just prepared that just like with dating, there is no chemistry. Like you're in front of a person, they don't feel you, you don't feel them. It's like nothing like, and just drop it. Those are, even if they're like perfect, like customer from a prospecting kind of way, like the business really fits, you can try it. But I mean, if they're not going to trust you, like good luck. Uh, doing any sort of business, you will you'll reap no benefits. The first thing is to just introduce myself, right? Like, and then learn about them. Um, the biggest thing I can do to to move that conversation on is just listen, find out what their problem is, ask the right question, and then segue that to you know a a position, right? Like, how can we how can viral solutions help their business based on the problems that they're experiencing, right? Try to have a couple of questions here and there, ask them how their day is going. For example, like if I have a, a customer from UK, for example, okay, I lived in UK for five years, uh, I've been here and there, I lived in Manchester, if, I think, if they are from the north of England, that's really cool, we already have something to talk about. So listening is huge, learning about them is huge, um, and then being able to like put together a, a positioning statement on why we can help them or how we can help them and hopefully you know moving on to, to next steps from there treat the first call as an interrogation that's kind of the best way to describe it i think like you're on the first sales call you need to get gather as much information as you need always assume even if you've done your homework even if you've done your research and you have like some initial prospecting assume that you know nothing it's better that way just assume that you're the dumbest person in the room and just ask questions all the time. You should be not talking. 80% of the time, prospects should be talking during the first call. Now, there are like many tactics that you can employ while listening, like they call, like for example, mirroring is just a repetition of previous uh, couple uh, words uh, in the, that the person next to you just said. So there are kind of like tricks and psychological tricks that you can employ to be a better listener what are would you say that's a common mistake then with like early like novice salespeople, right like not preparing enough like are there any other things that you know maybe some uh young salespeople or somebody just kind of like starting to do sales kind of fall into yeah i think that's probably the biggest one and just like well it can go two ways you can be become overconfident or just be overconfident, right? Like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna make the sale, like whoever I talk to, and maybe you're not preparing because of that, right? Like, and that's why the research is kind of important. Uh, you can do the research and like from the social media of any person, you can kind of gauge their interest. Or the opposite, like you need to know at the end of the day, you're gonna get more no's than yeses, right? A lot more no's and you can't let that drag you down because like that starting out as a new salesperson that's the hardest thing right like hearing no all the time you know back in the day of cold calling getting hung up on getting called names getting sore at, right and and that still happens you know today unfortunately right so i think just you know keeping an even keel brushing off your shoulder right just knowing you're going to get way more no's than yeses. Celebrating the wins when you get them, 
but then, you know, moving on to the next because, you know, no one can, you know, survive off one sale in their life, right? It's, it's a, a it's a continuous game and you got to continue to get better, learn from each, you know, each interaction, whether it went great or, or horribly, find something to, to take from it and then, you know, on to the next. The very first mistake that many uh, salespeople do is they start rambling about themselves and about the company and how they're going to help you without even knowing, like, what the problem is in the first place. Maybe the person, like, they have a problem and you need to start rattling off how you, you do business that way and that way, and you never listen to what they actually need. So it kind of seems fakey. It's like car salesman uh, stereotype, the one who just keeps rambling and rambling and trying to sell you. So uh, rambling about yourself and your business is the first mistake. And the second, I think too many people, too many salespeople try to close on the very first call already and kind of move towards closing and starting like, like proposing some ideas and everything. Like if you don't have anything to propose, just don't. Tell to the person next to you, like, listen, like, I got you, I heard your problem, uh, I really care about it, and I need time. I need time to think because I'm not sure how to solve this problem right now, what is the best way. I think there might be a couple uh, ways here and there, maybe throw around a couple of options, uh, bounce several ideas, brainstorm with them here and there, but don't be too rushed. God. So let, let's switch over into this kind of topic then. How do you sales and marketing kind of work together in a way? Yeah. I mean, that's like, they're like, I would say twin brothers, right? Twin sisters. They're, they're twin siblings. The thing is, you don't want one to directly respond to another. So you don't want marketing to respond to just sales because it's not sales job to do the marketing but you want the input from salespeople in the, and that's what you want. You want input. You want them working in kind of like this uh, symbiotic relationship. Um, they're so important that, that, you know, however your organization is set up, your, your sales team, your marketing team should be on the same page, right? Um, in my last organization, we actually made uh, the sales goals and the marketing goals the same, right? So that everyone was working together and that worked wonders for the organization, right? It was, everyone was cohesive. We weren't like, oh, that's a sales lead. No, that's a, a marketing lead. Like we weren't fighting over anything. Um, and that's the same here at, at, at Viral Solutions. We, I work together with our, you know, internal team to make sure that our marketing that we're doing for ourselves is in line with, you know, what I want to see in terms of our qualified leads. Um, you know, we meet at least twice a week to, to discuss that. Um, so yeah, it's so important. Like they need to be in line. They want to be, you want to have the same goals. Um, and I think at the end of the day, like our client, we preach the same to our clients, make sure everyone is aligned. Like there shouldn't be any fighting. At the end of the day, the goal is about revenue and growth. And to, to get there, we got to make sure everyone's on the same page. And there you go. Sales is all about perfecting the craft and there's just no one way to do it. And plus it's constantly evolving with the rapid succession of technology and the digital world we live in today. If you learned something new today or maybe just refreshed your brain on some sales tactics, 
make sure to give this video a like on YouTube or send us a comment on viralsolutions.net. And if you ever need a little bit of help with marketing for your business, we got you with a free consultation at viralsolutions.net. Special thanks to Tim and Aaron for helping out with this video. You can find all their links in the show notes below. Subscribe to The Obsessed Marketer wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Andrew Hayes. We'll see you next week.